Hi, I'm Myra, and you are listening to my daddy and Uncle Chad on the Paranormal Guys podcast. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists, representing the world's foremost research centers, took part in the examination of the evidence. I'm Chad. And together, we're a Paranormal Guys. guys. I'm used to it now. I know. It feels more natural, doesn't it? It does. It makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, while I'm thinking about it, before we get into the show, Mm -hmm. um, when I was listening to the show last week, I want to point something out that, and probably nobody in the world except me heard this or thought anything about mm. it but when we were talking about seth and the kickstarter uh-huh. and him getting enough money i said uh he'll have enough money to make the next three water worlds uh-huh. i was in no way saying that seth's movies are the quality of water world because water world sucks his movie his uh, documentaries are actually really good okay. so i didn't want seth to think that i was like dude mothman mount of mount pleasant remember the sequel or any, point pleasant remember the sequel to water world dirt world dirt world Postman. The Postman. Yeah. yeah. So, Seth, your movies are way better than uh, Waterworld. Seth, I always thought your movies were great. I don't know why Chris would waver. Not quite as good as uh, Battlefield Earth, but that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> Seth hates it. <laughs> he's a big fan of Battlefield Earth. Hopefully he doesn't hurt himself while he's exercising listening to this. Yeah, I hope not. Groin pulls are bad. They are. How's it going, Chad? It's going, sir. Would you like to hear about my latest medical uh, trauma? <laughs> sure. So uh, I have to take B12 injections because of my defective genes. Yes. And uh, are they Calvin Klein? They are. They're they're called Lardash. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I have to have B12 injections, and I'm too much of a wuss to give them to myself. So Katrina will give them to me occasionally. Yes. And uh, the other night. She was uh, getting ready to start to stab me. This was Valentine's Day, by the way. And so <laughs> she jams the needle down. I hear this noise. It sounds like somebody that's uh, stomping on a, I don't know, something. And uh, so I hear this noise, and she's like, my God, don't move. The needle's inside you. I was like, what? So apparently she had harpooned me. The whole end of the needle came off and went inside. So we went to the ER and the doctor wasn't um, <clears throat> going to do anything really except do some x-rays and CTs and keep us there for four hours. So so now I have a permanent... You have a needle inside Needle you. inside of my abdomen that 
we just have to kind of watch. <laughs> you know, it's a gift. Huh. Isn't well, that awesome? Yeah. Eventful uh, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the gift I got. I, I got dinner, and she got a little cake, and, you know, was like, hey, happy Valentine's Here's a card. And you got harpoon. And she stabbed me. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Uh-huh. It is. That's the way my <laughs> life goes, sir. I don't have anything near that exciting. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah. How's sculpting going? You know, it's getting there. Yeah, it's going slow but steadily. Gonna have some uh, premium pieces for Crypticon to show off. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, so Chad tried to get me to talk about this last show by mentioning sculpting, and <laughs> apparently he's trying to get me to talk about it again. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've been doing some sculpting, and even though you know my OCD makes me think that they look like you know hunks of Play-Doh from a kindergarten class, I've been told they're okay, pretty awesome. So I'm going to try to start whipping some stuff out and putting them up for sale. I know uh, our friends have been impressed with them, the pictures they've seen. Yeah. The one. No, I didn't too. I, I showed Jason, uh, a buddy that runs uh, Tyrant Toys and Collectibles. Yeah, uh, he, he saw it. He, he was like, I'd buy that. but uh, For a dollar? Yeah, for a dollar. But uh, yeah, Jason, he actually quit his um, full-time regular job to start running this company. He's always wanted to do like a collectibles and toys business. So he started Tyrant Toys and Collectibles. You can find him on Facebook. Soon he'll have a website. Um, he's not endorsing the show or a sponsor or anything. Tyrant Toys is not endorsed by Paranormal <clears throat> Guys or its subsidiaries. <laughs> but uh, Jason's got some pretty awesome stuff. So if you do like action figures and collectibles and monsters and all that good stuff, check him out. It's Tyrant Toys and Collectibles. You can find him on Facebook. Um, and he's going to... Well, I understand he's going to start doing some videos pretty soon. He's got a big collection of like those really big premium statues, and he's going to show some of that stuff off and talk about them and some of the stuff he's got for sale. So, uh, yeah, check him out on Facebook, like, follow, you know, all that good stuff. And um, he's got some neat stuff. So if you uh, are in the market for collectible action figures, you like monster stuff and horror movie stuff, he's he's got it. Right. Transformers. Yeah. Then yeah, hopefully you know one day I can do that and. Quit my normie job, and you'll never be able to do that. You got kids. <laughs> we'll see. Unless we can incorporate and get uh, paranormal guys insurance, right? Yeah. <laughs> we offer that. I mean, it could be an incentive if we have to have more than how many employees? Uh, I don't. Nobody's paid, so is there any employees? Not yet. We'll have to get somebody later on. An intern, maybe. Intern. We we'll get intern. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, hopefully, you know, one day I can start turning out some sculptures to sell. That'd be cool. Very cool. Because right now they've just been birthday presents. Yeah. You know, the ones you've done so far are nice. I've got the dog man that was supposed to be mine that I never got to take. There's the uh, <laughs> moth man that's really cool. You did a Sam from Trick or Treat. Sam for Trick or Treat. For, for, for somebody at work. That's yeah. <laughs> the only thing I've actually sold. Nice. Yeah, look good. And the uh, big pumpkin-headed scarecrow from Myra. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everybody's gotten a sculpture so far but me. Dogman, he's right upstairs. Oh, I'll take him with me when I leave. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fine where he is. What else are we talking about, Chris, before we get into it? Well, Chad, uh, last show we did talk about the new segment that we're going to try to do. And 
still nameless at this point. What's happening now? You haven't came up with a good usable name yet, so oh. we're going to open it up to the uh, Pongite Nation. Okay. So, if you could come up with a good name for the new segment that we just give announcements about paranormal stuff. Paranormal activity? No. Oh. <laughs> Crappy movie. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, any kind of conventions, books, movies, Kickstarters, anything like that in the paranormal world you know of, you can send us an email. We'll put it on the show, announce it. Mm-hmm. A clever name for that. And, you know, if you send one in saying paranormal announcements, it will not be considered. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be clever. Uh, we might, I don't know what, Chad, throw you a free bone of a paranormal guy's t shirt. Stick. Uh, we could do a t shirt. Yeah. We could do a sticker. Chris would ever do the little black eyed kid figures, the little bet kids. Okay, so it would be a paranormal guy's t shirt. I don't know where Chad's going with this. One of my kids, uh, one of Chad's dogs. No. Oh, see? We're not sending a dog. Getting personal? No. (laughs) So, yeah, come up with a clever name. If we like your name and pick it to be the new uh, segment name, we'll throw you a paranormal guy's t shirt. There you go. Limited edition. Call it a gift. Right. Exclusive 2017 for 2018 t-shirt. <laughs> Are you having trouble with uh, what day it is, Chad? Uh-huh. So anyway, let's go on to the new nameless segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, as far as uh, conferences go, Chad. Yes. May 5th at the Salt Fork State Park Lodge and Conference Center. Mm-hmm. You probably know what it is. It's the Ohio Bigfoot Conference. Yep. Yeah. All things Bigfooty. Yep. Bigfooty goodness out in the middle of Bigfoot country with Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot. With big feet. And there will probably be some chainsaw Bigfoots there that are like from Texas. No, there'll be wooden carved <laughs> Bigfoot. There'll be some Bigfoot prints. Not the singer who's passed away, but, you know, like castings of footprints. Or Prince of Photographs, whichever you want to call it. Maybe Bobcat Goldthwait will show up again. You know, I know God. him. <laughs> yeah, we're all aware that yeah. you've met Bobcat Goldthwait once. Mm-hmm. And he's never called again. <laughs> Wonder why. <laughs> but, uh, and then a little bit on past that in Minerva, Ohio, on mm-hmm. June 16th this year is Minerva Monster Day. Yes. And I think, uh, I think Seth Breedlove has at least a hand in that one, doesn't he? If not two, and a foot. So anyway, yeah, June 16th in Minerva, Ohio. This is Minerva Monster Day. Yeah. So check that one out. I think they have these big billboards that says, Seth Breed loves this, Minerva Monster Day. Hmm. There are times when I just stop listening to you. I know you do. And then the last uh, conference will talk about on this one is September 8th and 9th in oh, Frankfurt. Oh yeah. It's our our favorite con of the year. It is. Cryptid Con. Cryptid Con, that's right. You know who's going to be there this year? Uh us besides us. Oh. Um Seth? Yes. Creature Replica? Yes, of course. Lyle Blackburn. I'm sure he probably will be. But there, there's another, there's another big guest that's going to be there. Bobo, no, he's going to be there. But I'm not talking about Bobo. There's a guest Bobo. that's going to be there who 
who, from what I understand a while back, wasn't going to be out in this part of the country again, so it might be a rare opportunity to see him. Bobcat Goldthwait. Bob's in there, but not Bobcat Goldthwait. Who? Bob Gimlin. What? Yep. <laughs> yeah, which that is pretty cool, because uh, I know, what, like you said, there, the last I saw was he was done doing the convention tour. Well, he wasn't going to be out this way. Right. He was going to be out on the, you know, out going towards the California end, that sort of thing. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Needles. So, yeah, that'll be a really cool one to check out. Might be your last chance this side of the Mississippi. Go see Bob. To see Bob get you Get you a nice Bigfoot cast sign, one of those patty cats that's been copied for four blue million years and have him sign that sucker. And if you go up to Bob Gimlin when you're there and say, mm-hmm. the paranormal guy sent me, he'll say, he'll have a, no idea what you're talking about, but yeah. it'll be cool. He'll be like, who's that? <laughs> nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> Get out. Go away. Leave. Security. 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 So there's uh, that. And then just two last little things here, Chad. Uh, Lauren Coleman's book, Mothman Evil Incarnate, is out for everybody. Mm. Like we said last time, it's on, uh, I know it's on Amazon, probably a million other places. Lauren Coleman is synonymous with the most fun you'll ever have in cryptozoology. He is a fun guy. He is a fun guy. And we don't mean mushrooms. mushrooms. That's right. Yeah. And on that same vein, uh, Lon Strickler's book, uh, Mothman Dynasty, Chicago's Winged Humanoids, is out now. Awesome. And it's also on Amazon. Yep. And check out Phantoms and Monsters. That's right. Lon's main hangout. Mm-hmm. His site. His bat cave. <laughs> the Lon Cave. The Lon Cave. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway. So that's uh, the end of Nameless Segment. What's happening now? <laughs> so yeah, e- email us a name so I can like say something catchy. There. Email us something. We've gotten some interesting ones here lately. We did. Yep, got some good pictures of someone that's being stalked by a Bigfoot. That's right. I won't give out their name. They might not want anybody else right. to know about it. And then Bigfoot might be listening and be like, "Hey, hey, I wasn't looking. Not stalking. Yeah, I li- around. I live in the woods where your house is. Yeah. Whatever." A pee in a creek. <laughs> is that give him, <laughs> it's that gives he, him the right? To, it's what he does, a pee in a creek. A pee in a creek. <clears throat> so that's his area. Uh, so, Chad. Yes. Wrapping up that segment, mm-hmm. I think now it's time for everybody's favorite Paranormal Guys uh, segment. Oh, yeah? What's that? I think it's the Paro News Stories. Sure, I'm glad that effect's on the board. Aren't you? Yep. I know to you how to use that one now. Thank God. I mean, if I knew the full capability of this board. <clears throat> you you don't know the full <laughs> capability of this battle board. It is. It's you know what we need to top everything off, though, to make this complete? Um, wait. Yep. A vocoder? I think you're <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. If you're a long-time listener to the show, you know at one time Chad's obsession was drones. Then, I think, headphones for... No, that was my obsession because Chad used crappy headphones and we needed headphones for Chad. There's nothing wrong with my headphones. So now Chad's new obsession is a vocoder. I think a vocoder Which we amazing. have no use for. I have all sorts of uses for a vocoder. If anything, it annoy the crap out of you. And it would. Yeah. But anyway, pair of news stories, Chad. Okay. 
Shut up. You shut up. U.S. diplomats in Cuba have unusual brain syndrome, but Cuba. there's no proof that they were attacked, study says. <laughs> U.S. diplomats who fell in ill in Cuba are victims of a new neurological syndrome, according to brain researchers at the University of Pennsylvania. But the team was unable to shed light on the malady's mysterious cause, which the U.S. State Department has characterized as a health attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're excited. I, I am. From late 2016 through August 2017, as many as 24 U.S. citizens affiliated with the U.S. Embassy in Havana reported symptoms ranging from vertigo and sleeplessness to cognitive impairment. You have that, don't you? I think so. Many described hearing loud or disconcerting sounds before the onset of symptoms or pressure sensations in their ears akin to the baffling that occurs in a moving car with the windows cracked open. Ooh, that's one of the most annoying things ever. Didn't they have that on X-Files? They had to drive real fast in a certain direction or their ears would explode? Yeah, but that was just they had to keep driving like west or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, or their heads exploded. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, this is just that when you're riding in the car and you crack the rear windows and you get the pop, 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 pop in your ears, it makes you want to, like, die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. They felt something weird going on, and when they moved away from the perceived exposure, some of the symptoms abated, says Douglas Smith, director of Penn's Center for Brain Injury and Repair. He's important. Hmm. The State Department, Department called in the Penn Group after initial explanations of diplomats at the University of Miami in Florida revealed persistent and inexplicable symptoms. Armed with stethoscopes and chocolate bars, they got down to the bottom of it. The coincidence of the diplomat's impairment and the auditory phenomena... The coincidence of the diplomat's impairment and the auditory phenomena fueled speculation they were victims of a sonic attack. Last summer, citing what it saw as Cuba's inability to, pr- to protect U.S. diplomats, the State Department pulled most of its personnel out of Cuba and expelled from the U.S. a corresponding number of Cuban diplomats. You know what I immediately had a vision of in my head when you said sonic attack? It's going to either have to do with a uh, drive-up restaurant or Transformers. You're right, the first one. They were getting <laughs> pelted with cheeseburgers okay. and milkshakes. <laughs> The Cuban government has denied knowledge of an attack and has cooperated with the U.S. investigation, which is being spearheaded by the FBI. <laughs> Spearhead. Hmm. So, on your go, Chad. That's pretty weird. Possible sonic attacks. Hmm. Infrasound. Cheeseburgers. You're getting hit by tater tots. Just tater tots and cheeseburgers <laughs> all in your eyes and your nose. You know, that would kind of burn, probably. Stick to your face because they coat them in ketchup first. <laughs> Start slow at first. You have like a tater tot rail gun. <laughs> it looks like a Nerf gun. <laughs> I mean, if you fire a tater tot at your at somebody hard enough, I guess it'd still hurt. Yeah, let's see. Last time I saw... Especially if they're still frozen. A study on frozen tater tot velocity. I think it has the same impact as like a... 50 caliber shell. <laughs> Where was that study? Pennsylvania. By the Orida Company. Uh huh. <laughs> they were trying to weaponize uh, tater tots against <laughs> <Nice>. tanks. <laughs> against tanks. Uh huh. 
Hey, Chad, you know what else? What? State of California is sued because it won't recognize Bigfoot. Pfft, crap. There are a lot of people in this country who claim to believe in the existence of Bigfoot, but one California woman believes so strongly in the beast that she's actually filed a lawsuit to prove it. Hmm. Last March, Claudia Ackley of Crestline, California, was hiking with her two daughters through the woods near Lake Arrowhead in San Bernardino County when she claimed that a Sasquatch came into view. Okay. The creature, according to Ackley, was about 30 feet up in a tree. All right. You following? I'm following so far. Okay. Her daughter's Sasquatch tree. 30 feet up. Looked like it weighed about 800 pounds. What kind of tree was it in? Strong one. Big one. (laughs) And had a head about three times the size of a person's. Okay. If you're going to describe it. (laughs) Whatever. He looked like a Neanderthal man with hair all over him. And if he had been in uh, Portugal, he'd have been naked. In a cave. In a cave. With another one. That's right. Throwback. Mm -hmm. Eckley told the Riverside Press Enterprise he had solid black eyes. He had no expression on his face at all. He did not show his teeth. Black-eyed squash. He just stared at the three of us. Did he start to maneuver his bottom over close so he could do one of those bird drops on him? <laughs> and we were coated with some sticky substance and it's like being hit man, by a log. I, that would be bad. Yeah. Because you got to figure 800-pound Bigfoot and 30 feet up in a tree. That's going to have what? some force when it hits. If I was an 800-pound Bigfoot, which I'm not far from that... <laughs> And I could get up in a tree. You've got tiny little feet, Shannon. Yeah. My my whole uh, goal, I think, would be to dookie on people that Hoop were coming on down. somebody. There. Yeah. Be like, I'd save it up all day, bunch of berries, <laughs> whatever I could consume to make that giant nutty log. And the next thing you know, I'd just cannon it right out on them. <laughs> cannon it, huh? Yep. <laughs> Not just let it go natural. You can put the force behind it, And too. woe be the wary traveler that on the day that I had diarrhea, they glance up and it goes in their nose and their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd even make little shotgun noises before I launch it. be like, ch Then you'd hear 800-pound Bigfoot giggles as I went squirt across from tree to tree. <laughs> Crop dusted the whole way. Call me Hovercrap. You all right? How was your... All right. Finish anyway, up. Eckley's daughter recorded the alleged encounter on her phone. Though the video is inconclusive. Of course. Mm-hmm. Ackley's daughter also reported seeing two other Sasquatches run away as the family approached. Giggling. Run away. When Ackley reported the encounter, however, forest rangers told Ackley it was just a bell. It was a bell. So, Ackley teamed up with professional Bigfoot hunter Todd Standing, who is best known as the director of the documentary Discovering Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Although Standing claims he was initially skeptical of the story because California Sasquatches are largely restricted to the state's northern wilderness, Chad, he was convinced the encounter was real when he saw the video taken by Ackley's daughter, which has already been mentioned as inconclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Well. Ackley is a self-proclaimed Bigfoot enthusiast and researcher of more than 20 years Though it's not clear if she knew standing before the alleged incident. 
Standing is, however, a controversial figure among other Bigfoot researchers who claim he mixes legitimate research with fake evidence. Dun, dun, dun. You know who needs to cover this? Seth Breedlove. He does. He needs to go out, check out the area, and film it. With his drones. With drones. Right. Mm -hmm. I think he should take more of a... You know, if Seth would take more of a whimsical approach to some of the films he does, uh -huh. I think a Seth Breedlove if he version... Put a paranormal guy's touch to it? No, no. A Seth Breedlove version of Labyrinth. But with cryptids, <laughs> instead of like just, you know, the goblins they have. You remind me of the babe. What babe? <laughs> not stop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I like to picture is Seth gets a whole army of drones uh -huh. and paints them blue. And when he goes to record something, he launches them all at once. He goes, fly, my pretties. <laughs> anyway, now Ackley has filed a suit against the state of California to force it to recognize the existence of the Sasquatches. The lawsuit alleges that the state's actions have damaged her reputation and endangered the public. Ackley's suit follows one filed by Standing in November against British Columbia, in which he alleged dereliction of duty pertaining to the interest of an indigenous wildlife species. This sounds like a hot coffee lawsuit to me. Yeah. Both lawsuits followed a promise by Standing last year that he would be taking legal action in both Canada and the United States to force them to recognize the existence of Sasquatches. I'm speechless. Yep. Of all the things that I should be suing over this needle. You should. <laughs> I mean, you didn't know it was sharp. I didn't know it was going to launch. Like, <laughs> like it was one of those dumbed down spring loaded rocket launchers in the 80s. You got an armed syringe. Fully armed and loaded. All right. So well, there's your paranormal stories, Chad. All right. Seems like it was a long trip, but we finally a, got there. A lot of editing. It'll be fine. After the break, what's going on, Chad? I think we're going to talk about some haunted locations in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Wait, you know what? Make that sound better. What? Hang on. Let's make it sound better. Ready? Take two. Haunted locations in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Didn't that make it so much better? It did. I feel like it's a 1979 Halloween record. Guess what, Chris? What's that, Chad? Now that we're back, we're going to talk about Lawrenceburg. Lawrenceburg, Indiana? No. Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. You know where Lawrenceburg, Kentucky is? Uh, in Kentucky. 
It is 14 miles south of Frankfurt, which is where Crypticon is. In the 2010 census, there was just over 10,000 people. And it's home to the Four Roses and Wild Turkey Distilleries. Bourbon. Bourbon and spirits. In spirits Kentucky. and bourbon. Imagine that. I know. <laughs> uh, there are some cool haunted locations that you can go to on one of their ghost walking tours there. Right. Like the Anderson News Building with apparitions, voices, physical contact. Hey, uh, hey. Yeah. Little Lawrenceburg City Hall action. The T.J. Ballard Drugstore. So you can pick up your blood pressure medication and possibly see a ghost. Right. And the Anderson County Courthouse. Yeah. Fair enough. Exactly. One of the first places I'd like to shoot a little bit of information out there about is the T.B. Rippy House. It was built in 1888. <clears throat> oh, sorry. 1888! By Wild Turkey mogul Thomas B. Rippy. When you take the lead, I don't know what to do. I know you don't. Okay. I'm more spontaneous than you are. Rippy died in 1902, and he left the house to his wife and ten children. Wow. When Prohibition kicked in, the family had secret rooms and compartments, trap doors, hidden staircases, and a maze-like basement. You had to get through it before 13 hours was up and find the baby. Constructed. Cons. After Prohibition, the family resumed legal bourbon distilling until 1952. In the 1960s, a reclusive, strange woman bought the house and sealed up the entire place except for the floor she lived on. She, The house fell into disrepair, and now it's on the Register of Historic Places and is being preserved. It's got ghosts in it. Does it? It does. All kinds of scary ghosts. Most widely reported phenomenon is disembodied voices. Shadowy figures float down the hallways, the sounds of boots on staircases, the doors open and close on their own, and even full-bodied vaporous apparitions, what probably kind? class five. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the best kind. I think it is. They're not too scary, but they're not too wimpy, so you get a little more satisfaction out of seeing them. Right. What, mm-hmm. what is the classifications of apparitions? Hell, I don't know. I'm made up. <laughs> You're sounding like you knew. <laughs> no, that's the... That's how you become an authority, Chris. You just sound like you know. All right. I don't know. We went over it once. I can't. My brain's not working right to think of it now. We, you know, did. we talked about poltergeists and, no. you know, intelligent hauntings. And, when was that? I don't know. It's been several shows back. <laughs> All right. I don't remember that show. This is why I taught well, that. Sure. This is why I taught that class with Carrie. Because she was, you know, bullet points. Bullet points. I'd chip in when information would plug in at the right moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Datum. So the TV Rippy House. Yes, sir. Should go and check it out. We should. Maybe we'll go do an overnight for lettuce. I don't know about that. Why not? Because uh, it's haunted. <laughs> haunted houses aren't that scary. We can look at it from the outside. Nah, we can go in. You can. Take some sleeping bag. I'll, uh... I'll be remote outside location, like watching th- for things through the windows and no, stuff. No, no, yep. that's no fun. I'll be the I'll be the base guy that sits out with the table and the computers. You'll and be stuff. the basement guy. Nope, you'd sit in the basement in the dark. I don't like our basement. Why? That's where we're at now. <laughs> no, I know. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> well, Chad, I've got one. Yes. The Anderson Hotel. The Anderson Hotel. Yes. The Anderson Hotel was. Built in the 1930s in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. All right. And it now has been closed for quite some time. How long? Uh, 
at least, you know, tens of years. Tens of years? Or decades. Oh, well. And uh, when it was open, though, Chad, it was known as quite the seedy location. Like prostitution. Yeah, drugs, drugs, prostitution, murders. She wrote. And at least three suicides they know of. Hmm. Well. Right. And so with all that, it has a reputation of being haunted. Is that the place where they don't let investigators stay in it anymore because it's so yeah, crazy? Because, oh, it's so bad that you'll you risk your own life. Your eyes will explode. They could. You ever seen the uh, the end of... Uh, Event Horizon? No, Raiders oh. of the Lost Ark. When oh, they open yeah. The Ark. Don't that, look at it. That's what happens if you go in there. Melting Nazis. That's right. You know they never made the, you know how they make those Halloween candles that look like a hand and they melt down and they look all bloody and, yeah. and stuff. They never made a, a Nazi Halloween candle. <laughs> what? I I have no idea why. Toth. I have my Toth candle. <laughs> Nazi Halloween candles. Uh, it looks just like the Fuhrer. <laughs> well, why is his face running? <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Chad, uh, Paranormal Lockdown. Okay. I've personally not seen the show. Have you? No. No. They uh, filmed an episode there, and apparently cameramen and investigators got bite marks and scratch marks. Was the place still, like, did it still have prostitutes in it? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, the the uh, guys from Week and Weird... I actually went there and did an investigation as well. And this is cool. And this is where it kind of gets cool. Mm -hmm. They found a mattress that they said was wedged under a staircase in there. And when they looked at the mattress, it had a big stain on it. Uh Uh-huh. Well, they tested that stain and it was blood, Jad. Blood? Blood. It's the life. Hell drinks her. Uh... And they thought it was from uh, one of the young girls that had apparently cut her wrists there, one of the suicides. Mm -hmm. So what do you do, you know, when you find a bloody mattress from somebody that, you know, committed suicide on it? Well, obviously you find out where they did it and you take the mattress back to the spot and hopefully some sort of strange activity will occur. You take that thing back to where they found the body. (laughs) That's what I do at night in the dark. Right. Yeah. Alone. No, well... <laughs> and nobody knows you've left to do it. All right. So, uh, they did take the the uh, mattress back where they found the body, Chad. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> they they started getting bites and scratches, uh, started getting their hair pulled, uh-huh. and they actually got shoved a little bit. Well... That ghost wanted to shove you around. Sorry. Well, you know, if you have ghost... You've got everything. That's right. Uh... And then they also started seeing dark, shadowy figures in the hallways around the same time they took that mattress back. Barnabas Collins. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. You can hear the click of his walking stick. And uh, the other thing, Chad, that the uh, weak and weird investigation found. Was it the board? It was a board. Mm. And it was a floorboard that had lettering that they can't really match up to any known alphabet. And there were some little things that looked like snakes inscribed on this board. Mm-hmm. And it also looked like it had been splattered by blood. Necrodomicon ex mortis. Shh. Oh. Don't speak of it. So, uh, they, they thought that it might be something that some occultist used to try to open a portal to hell and invite some kind of critters into the old uh, hotel. 
It's like the automatic doors of Circuit City when we work there. (laughs) And if you were close to the board, there were reports of feeling like you were being touched by freezing cold hands. And you would also get bites and slaps. Hmm. Once again, the prostitutes were not there. No. And things around the board sometimes would uh, move on their own, get thrown around. But there's also a theory that the board may have been uh, somebody trying to repel any of the paranormal stuff. So they made it like a talisman that was on a big board, so you yes. have to hacksaw Jim Duggan that thing around with you to yep. keep evil away. Oh. Oh. Yep. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So that's the uh, Anderson Hotel there, Chad. Huh. Well, I've got another place that's really awesome. Oh, yeah? You want to hear about it? Sure. Ready? Yep. Okay. <laughs> It's the Dowling Hall. It was built in 1886. 1886. I hate you. Once a show. By bourbon distiller John Dowling. (laughs) You know, Dowling died in 1902. Coincidence? I think not. It was then ran by his wife until she was arrested during Prohibition for selling bourbon from her home. After her death, the house was a funeral home. Creepy. Dentist office. Creepier. Tattoo shop. Weird. And then it finally became a Catholic church. Creepiest of all. <laughs> well, it's full of all sorts of strange things. Reports of voices, the apparitions, doors slamming on their own, EVPs, odd smells. Well, I mean, we have that here. <laughs> it all occurred. It smelled like rotten eggs. <laughs> smelled like death and Bengay. <laughs> it was like Bigfoot in the forest. Crouched over a tree branch. Yeah. So. Yeah, so there's some cool places that you can check out in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, if you're local here. If not, and you're traveling through, or you're coming here for a convention, or you just like to visit because you've never been in Kentucky before. You like the <laughs> Derby, you like bourbon, you want some tours, you can go to Lawrenceburg. Horses, bourbon, and ghosts. Ponies, booze. wonder if you could ride a horse while drinking bourbon on the ghost tour. It might be offered. Now that we've mentioned it in early 2019, once the permits have been all put out. 2019. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're going to have to take time to set that up, get insurance. (laughs) There's going to have to be documentation, liability forms. Copyright paranormal, guys. Yeah. Pong. Pong Productions. Um, You know, well, I think the only thing you're missing there that would add to the whole thing, though, is at some point during the uh, tour, Uh there's uh, there's a meth hog attack. (laughs) <laughs> you know, <laughs> one day we'll run some meth hog tours where we'll take people out and they can go out into the places where the dreaded meth hogs may or may not be seen. <laughs> can we, as long as we can make like meth hog tree beaten sticks. Yeah, but you know what it's going to be called, right? What? It's going to be called Meth Hog Adventures. And we're going to get one of those old Broncos you can take the back off of and have like three other seats of people behind there. Nice. So it'll look like that scene from Tremors. And they would okay. have some little air spout things on the ground. <laughs> oh, God. There was one. There was a meth hog. Looks like he just done a bunch of meth and farted over in those weeds. <laughs> and uh, it's deadly. Yep. Meth hog. Deadly meth hog farts. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. Lawrenceburg. Who knew? Yeah. I'm telling you. Kentucky. Riddled with ghosts. Riddled. Riddled. They're everywhere. 
That's saying a lot. Everywhere. I mean, there's, there's a pizza place in Brandenburg that was an old jailhouse where they hung people. It is haunted, and they have pizza. Is your house haunted? Absolutely. You know how many people have died in that house? Two. And I was there to witness both of them. Uh, I'm talking the one in Louisville. Oh, no. I, there was probably 16, <laughs> 17 people died in that one. Wow, that that went dark. It sure did. So anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. Ghosts everywhere in Kentucky. So there you go, Chris. Haunted Kentucky. Awesome. It is pretty amazing. It is. Kentucky's a good spot if you're into the paranormal and cryptozoology and just the strange people you might see out on any given day on a road trip. I agree. You've got dogmen. You've got... Uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. You've got black-eyed kids. River you've monsters. Got river monsters. Mm-hmm. You have hauntings everywhere. You have meth hogs. You got Popelik Monster. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, it's like Toyota. Who could ask for anything more? Wow. Anyway, we want to give some uh, shout-outs to all our fans. Thanks for listening. I'd like to say thanks to Mike Salvo. I hope he's listening. Mike's Mike's our number one fan. Keep going. You're doing fine. Okay. You're doing fine. I'd like to give a shout-out to my <laughs> co-host, Chris. Hi. He makes it all happen. He's he's the man behind the curtain. Thank you for finally acknowledging that. Oh, I I never didn't acknowledge that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just talk. Yep. And uh would like to, you know, say thanks to everybody out there and uh what are we going to do, Chris? I don't this is your No, it wouldn't be right. This is your ball game. No, nope, cuz I got to do a part of the William Blanchard thing you got to go no, on. No, we're reversing this. No, one. I can't do that. I am appalled by your ignorance, sir. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just doesn't work. It Tastes better. It's better when you taste it. Come on. Paranormalguys.com, listen to the show, blah, 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 Facebook, blah, blah. Facebook, I'll, I'll give the websites. You just talk. You go. Okay. Go. Hey, Chris, you know where you can find more great Paranormal Guys fun? Where? Well, it'd be on our website. You know what that address is? No. Oh, you don't? I mean, <laughs> Do you? Either. Do you, you? Set, you set it up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm guessing it would probably be paronormalguys.com. Let me check. Yeah, that's valid. We paid for it. It's Yay. working. Okay, so there's paranormalguys.com. Where else can they check out stuff from us, Chris? Well, hang on, Chad. Yeah? If you go to paranormalguys.com, what kind of things can you do there? Well, you can listen to the show. Uh-huh. You can look at pictures. Uh-huh. You can think about how cool we are. You can send us stories and photographs. And anything you got going on in your life that may be strange or unusual. If you wanted to shoot us an email without going to the website, how could you do that? Yeah, you can shoot us an email at, uh, let's see, it's the guys at paranormalguys.com. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, let's see, you can contact us through Facebook. How would you get there? Just go to Facebook, look for Paranormal Guys. <laughs> You know, I've heard rumors that you could also just type in facebook.com slash paranormal guys. Oh, yeah? Is that how that works? Yeah. Huh. Uh, isn't there a Twitter thing that you take care of? Or I mean, not really. Pictograph? What about that pictograph? <laughs> what do you use? Instagram. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The ancient Egyptian online how social could, media network. Where, what would you do on Instagram to find us? I really don't know. Just search for paranormal guys? That's what I'd say to do. Think that would work? Anything else to add? <laughs> No. What about the music for the show? That's a highlight. It is. Yeah. And people should really listen to more of the music that comes from our show from Mr. William Blanchard. Musical genius. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's great. No. 
And that's that's, it. No, it makes me happy. It, it makes me realize what the show would be if it was left in your hands. Are you kidding me? I get into a rhythm. Once I get into a rhythm, I can change it up. I just have to practice a few times. <sighs> Boy, there's not going to be fun. a real ending to this show. No, that it? was fun. I liked that. Yeah? Yeah. Because, I mean, you got ParanormalGuys.com out there where you can listen to the show and see pictures mm-hmm. and email us mm-hmm. uh, for, at the guys at ParanormalGuys.com. Mm-hmm. You got our Facebook in there, Facebook.com slash ParanormalGuys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got William Blanchard in there, but you didn't say you can find him on Facebook.com slash William Blanchard Soundtrack. The hell you say. Even the Instagram account uh-huh. that we try to put some pictures on every now and then, you and there's there's hints that. that there's going to start being more because we got some stuff in the works. That's true, we do. Heck, Chad, you, that was a bang up job. All right, well, until next time, yeah, and have a paranormal weeks. <laughs>